Welcome to episode 62 of Shaylin on Batman. I'm your host, Justin Shaylin. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Shaylin on Batman. Make sure that you follow us at Shaylin on Bat. We're on Facebook. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, PodBay. You can listen to old episodes of us on our YouTube channel. You can see some YouTube videos that I've been doing recently on that same YouTube channel. It's getting huge uh, views. Huge! Huge, and that's uh, that's one of our co-hosts, Tom Harper. Say hello, Tom. Hello, Tom. Say hello, Kyle. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight was kind of just like a, I guess like a fastly put together episode of Shanlin on Batman. We're gonna do this some podcast uh, has been built on last minute podcasts. Yeah, it really has. We're, we're gonna, gonna do we're gonna uh, live tonight. <laughs> we're gonna do uh, a Scott Snyder. Uh, Greg Capullo episode, like we're gonna do that, but I need to reread all that stuff again. And I was gonna do that today, but I accidentally slept for like six hours <laughs> too long. So here we are. <laughs> so let's get right into it. So some juicy rumor. rumors, juicy. This is, I guess this episode is just gonna be a bunch of rumors, a bunch of uh, a bunch of stuff that's been going out on the interweb highway. Talk here or there. So let's start with Steppenwolf. I know me and Kyle were talking about this. Apparently in Justice League Part 1, reports are uh, saying that instead of Darkseid being the main villain of Justice League Part 1, it's going to be Steppenwolf. And I am not okay with this. So the rumor is that even though Batman vs. Superman was full of a whole bunch of build-up the dark side, that the next movie... It's not only going to be a downgrade from Doomsday, but it's also not going to be Darkseid? Well, apparently, Darkseid is in, from what I've read on the Internet Highway, that Darkseid is going to be a flashback scene at the beginning of the movie. Like, the flashback will be like 20 or 30,000 years ago, and it's going to be the Atlanteans and... uh, Wonder Woman fighting off Darkseid with humans, I guess. I don't know. I, I guess I should have reread that article. But apparently there's a flashback sequence to Darkseid at the beginning of the film. But the main baddie will be Steppenwolf. And at the very end, you'll see Darkseid again. According to these so-called rumors that will... It'll be interesting to see how that happens. I'm not a fan of this because... I think that what Kyle said was true. Like, where you have a character like Doomsday, and your your next one, like Steppenwolf's okay. Like, he's never been like a huge bad. I mean, he's for a me. threat, but he's not like that big a deal. You can't really get behind him. You can't like knock it out of the park. Like, oh my god, they had to get together and fight Steppenwolf. Right. I, 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 now that you bring that up, like I'm I'm reminded of the. Of the report where it says he's looking for three mother boxes and he gets one or two of them. Like, he gets one uh, mother box in that communion 
that that deleted scene from BVS that we've already seen. <laughs> the one that technically doesn't exist? Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Because <laughs> it was cut from the movie. So apparently he's he's after mother boxes and dark side. Wait, so he's going to kill Cyborg in this movie before he gets his own movie? I don't I don't know what's <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird things are going on. I I don't know what to even think. Of. But to me like they this is a misstep for them. They could have gone another route. They could have had Brainiac. They could have they could have had like for me if I were to, if I was writing BVS, which clearly I wasn't or didn't, I would have had it this way. I would have had Lex Luthor in the mech suit at the end of BVS, Doomsday in Justice League Part 1, Darkseid in Justice League Part 2. And then, like, going forward with the Man of Steel sequel, you could have had Brainiac show up in the Man of Steel sequel and then in a third Justice League film. Yeah, that would have worked. I mean, and you could have combined Brainiac and Darkseid and that third. And then they wouldn't have to have rushed the death of Superman storyline. Yeah, like... <sighs> I'm so upset about that. Like, it's bold. Like, it's definitely bold that they were that they went and did that for BVS, but it was it felt rushed. I would have been okay if they had left him dead. <laughs> I thought he was dead. He's not dead? I'm, I mean... Woo, magical dirt's flying from his coffin. What could it mean? <laughs> I don't know. Tom, you've been pretty quiet over there. I'm He's doing his research. I'm trying to process. I on like honestly, I, I don't really know I know little to anything about Steppenwolf, honestly. You said Steppenwolf and I was like, the band? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, like you like you just said, um, what it what is what's Steppenwolf's imminent threat to where an entire league of superheroes is gonna have to? Well, if he's after the mother boxes, I mean that that gives there's a threat right there, right? But but like I said, like they could have gone, like when I think of the Justice League, they're fighting the worst of the worst. Like right. they're not fighting Mister Mitzelpick, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're, or they're they're not fighting the Riddler. Like to me, as as terrifying as Steppenwolf is, he's not... I feel like he'd be fine in one of the solo movies, yeah. but not for the Justice League movie. No. They, so is he pretty much like a, I think, a dark side henchman? He's, like, like, that, he's yeah. like a sidekick, I believe, or uncle. He, I think, if I remember correctly in my... There's a couple of the aliens that are like related to Dark Side. I don't know if Steppenwolf's one or not. Like He's a part of like Apocalypse and the New Gods. Okay. But it's been so long since I've read Superman comics that... I don't. I think Steppenwolf's his uncle. I'm sure I'll hear about it on Twitter. It's been so long since I've read like those kind of storylines of Superman. Like I've been, I've been really trying to get into like the John Byrne, the 1980s Man of Steel stuff, and that's really good. But I can't recall exactly his relation to Darkseid. But I believe he's the he uncle. He is the uncle of Darkseid. I'm reading it right now. He's the brother of Hegra and the uncle of Uxus, which is Darkseid. He also is a member of Darkseid's elite. He leads a military. He leads the military of Apocalypse. So he is kind of a big deal, I guess. I mean, he is, but he's such an obscure character. Ooh, he rides a hover bike. Sold. <laughs> Loki already it. did it. <laughs> Damn it! Like, like he's such an obscure character for the non-mainstream. You know what I'm saying? Like, for the mainstream who are gonna that need to come see the next Justice League to get them excited about Justice League, they should have gone Brainiac. 
or Dark Side. Yeah, one of these iconic villains, yeah. right? Yeah, Brainiac would have been awesome. I, th- I the the fact that we have what are we at like seven Superman movies, eight Superman movies now. We still haven't seen a live action version of Brainiac is a travesty. We that character could have shown up in so many different uh, versions of. You know, he could have been in Superman Returns. He could have been in Man of Steel. Could have been in BVS. He could. They could have teased him through BVS. I think the problem is every time they tried to get him into a movie, it was canceled. That's true too. Uh, Superman Lives, the Tim Burton version. Yep. I, like I said, they're they. I don't know. Like, and then there's rumors that they're rewriting the screenplay all the time. Mm-mm. Like. That report that says from Umberto, where he said, you know, they're rewriting the screenplay daily. I mean, I have reservations on that, but I do know that, I mean, Lord of the Rings did that. Like, they were rewriting the screenplay. But they already had, they already had, like, source material. Yeah, they they already had had source material to go off of. Not that there aren't any comic source material you can go based off of, but... The fact that they're like not confident in what they have and they're just constantly changing it, it's kind of worrying to me. I wonder, I don't know if they're not confident in what they have, but the but the report says they're rewriting like daily. Like to me, that's not an issue as long as you have like the major action beats down. You have a, a coat like we, you know where the movie needs to. You know how the movie begins. You know where it needs to end. Like you can go out and you can you can rewrite scenes, punch up the dialogue, make things work here or there, but it does say a lot about what's been going on with this this DCEU, with all these weird rumors going around. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I mean like, we lost the Flash director, and there were rumors that we were going to lose the Aquaman director, but that ended up not being true. Were there any yet. others I missed? That, that's true. Not yet. Could still happen. I don't know. I, like, things are... Like I like I said in my YouTube video that they need to they need to make some they need to readjust they need to they need to really think about where they need to go how they need to get there and just really think carefully how they're gonna it, BVS seems so rushed uh, like in uh, hindsight's twenty twenty obviously. But with what the reaction with BVS, I feel like everything's a knee-jerk reaction. Like we had the rumor that Suicide Squad, they're doing massive reshoots for the action sequences. They're gonna punch up the humor. They're gonna punch up the interaction between the characters. It seems like all these rumors that are coming out, regardless if they're true or not, seems like a reaction to Batman v Superman, like a crazy knee-jerk reaction. They need to be confident in the filmmakers. They need to be confident in the stories that they're telling, and they need to really, really do something radical with go- going forward. They need to make they need to make a big splash with the director to come into these films. Now, could or an executive producer. Yeah, or an executive producer, which we, which kind of segues nicely into uh, our next topic of Ben Affleck has been promoted as the pro- exec producer. Uh, and this is fact, not rumor, right? Yeah, this that's is fact. that's yeah, fact. That fact. was deadline. It's on the internet. It's true. It's true <laughs> that Ben Affleck is now the executive producer of uh, Justice League, which is strange. Very, I don't know. I go. I guess I wouldn't say strange. It's just. I wouldn't, and it's not unexpected, but there hasn't been a press release that the 
filming has it's begun. It's been a month and there's still no press release, but they're saying that he's the producer now or whatever. So it's kind of weird. And I, I guess they've been filming for like a month because we see Instagram photos of Jason Momoa and on set. Like, I don't know. Did you see those where he's like, saw a couple, yeah. he's like, just got done, you know, killer day at the office. I need some wine. He's in like in the, in the, in this tub. <laughs> Which was really sexy. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. Like, there hasn't been, like, any clear-cut, like, them filming. But then again, like, I kind of attribute that to... You know how, like, a celebrity uh, has, like, a, like Mel Gibson. What happened with Mel Gibson? Now, I'm not trying to say, like, Snyder's Mel Gibson or anything. Remember what happened with Mel Gibson a few years ago when he had his, like, crazy tirades? Like, he just went away and kind of, like... so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not! The nicotine talking. It <laughs> was awesome. Uh. Where you gotta kind of like when celebrities like go crazy, like Britney Spears when she shaved her head. Oh, good times. <laughs> so hot. Way sexier than Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is like all all those celebs, what they did is after like their crazy tirades, ever like all the bad publicity they got, they kind of just like went underground. They kind of did redid. They kind of reinvented themselves. They kind of. I feel like that's what they're trying to do with this like this film they're trying to just like take a step back they're they're not giving press releases they're not they're not doing like photo like a giant photo of all the just League together they're just kind of about the work which is strange i think that as as the moment the movie just states the moment you say that you're making a just like film or are they any film are they afraid of getting people too excited too early like they did with bbs I don't know what they're thinking, but it just seems like they want to just like let just focus on the film and like let the it's a secret. Yeah, it's like something like I mean, maybe it works. Like if we just kind of keep going with no news for a long time, and then one day out of the blue, there's a trailer for the movie. That'd be pretty awesome. I got like how what was that John Goodman movie that just came out? Uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. yeah, like it was just like out of the blue, and apparently that movie was just amazing. Yeah, they're like, hey, there's a trailer for this new movie coming out in like one month from now, so have fun with it. Whoa, what crap! <laughs> like, I don't want that short of notice, but maybe we'll see. I don't know. Like, what do you what do you think about? I'll, I'll get... Do you think it's like a? Uh, do you maybe they're doing this as a, um, as a direct. Like, oh, I'm trying to as like a direct defense to what happened with Batman v Superman. Like, we had so much information and whatnot going into it for so long, and the buildup was so big, and the critics really they made their judgment call on that film before they even got to see it. You know, they're like, "Oh, this is dog shit." Well, like, a, a lot of like a lot of people had issues with that Doomsday trailer, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be like that. Maybe could be a just reasoning. Trying to be like, here, we're not going to give you anything to bitch about. So let's, like you said, let's hold off on this and kind of sneak it up on you. I mean, that could, that could work too. But I, I just feel like my my biggest issue with Batman v Superman wasn't the film, was the marketing of that film. Yeah, they didn't know what they wanted it to be. You know, they didn't have a clear cut. I mean, to be fair, at the end of the day, there wasn't really that much focus in the movie anyway, so it's kind of hard to point people in a direction when there is no focus. I mean, there's some truth to that as well, but when you have a marketing campaign with Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman and you're struggling to figure out exactly what your focus can be, should be, look look at, you know, Deadpool. They just, how the marketing of that just works so well. 
I think that what they need to do with Suicide Squad, and I'll be disappointed, is they need to do some like crazy, awesome viral marketing that we saw with The Dark Knight. You have Harley Quinn, you have the Joker, and you have Batman in this film. But not only that, you can viral market the shit out of the rest of the characters, you know, Enchantress, uh, the Deadshot. trailers alone for Suicide Squad have done it for me, though. You know, like, but I don't they even need feel to feel like they, they need to. They, I just feel like to just get the bad, the bad taste out of some people's mouths with Batman v Superman. I enjoy Batman v Superman. I saw it five times. I've still only seen it once, but as a whole, I enjoyed it you know, a lot. But I just there's a few people that had that left bad taste in their mouth with Batman v Superman. They need to do some fun viral marketing like they did with uh, the Dark Knight. Like go out and have like the bowling ball or the the cake and like come on clowns do all, like they just need to do something fun and interesting to get those people that are straggling along. It's like yeah I'll participate in this viral marketing. I feel like that was a huge push for the Dark Knight is. They were able to interact with the film in a way that hasn't been done before. I mean, what do, what do you guys think about Ben Affleck being promoted to EP? I'll start with Tom. Oh, okay. I just nodded at Kyle. No, <laughs> uh, I think that's a good move. His track record as a director for the past however many years he's been doing that now is like, you can't deny his ability to be behind a camera and to like dig his hands into a script and direct people and all that like he's he's very good at what he does and like i said previously on other shanley and on batmans and even batman on film podcasts and stuff like that i ben affleck's my definitive batman right now that's where he sits and to let him like help out behind the scenes with the structure of the way that this justice league film is made. I think that's one of the best moves that they could have made because he doesn't want to act or be in a crap movie. I mean, who does, but I mean, he definitely doesn't want to be in terror Reed? shit. Yeah. Maybe terror. <laughs> um, except for the big Lebowski. That was great. But the, but the report is that he is out there helping support Snyder with his vision. He's right, gonna, he's in it. Yeah. He's going to be helping with the script with Snyder and Terrio, and he will have an active role in the post-production right. with the film as well, which is different from awesome. for an EP. Like, to me, that's more of a producer, but maybe his role... It's like almost assistant director at that point. And that's a, that brings up to another question I have for you guys, and I'll ask Kyle this. Do you think that... Snyder's role as director for Justice League 1 will be diminished? Do you think he's just kind of a figurehead at this point? Or do you really think he's the one calling the shots? Because it sounds like a lot of what's going on is what Affleck says goes. I'm not saying, like, I know this, you know, from what I've been told, but it just seems like... (laughs) It just seems like there's been a lot of the the Snyder... Snyder haters... Uh, are happy that Affleck is now getting more of a say with. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there's maybe some some validity to my thought processes when it comes to that? I mean, there's there's always the possibility of it being how you say it is. I just want to say first off that I absolutely love Zack Snyder movies. That even Batman vs Superman and all its flaws, I like it. 
Man of Steel, Watchmen. Watchmen. I love Watchmen. I like I like Zack Snyder movies, but moving forward and what I think is best for the DCU, I can't say for sure like what they're thinking behind the scenes because they haven't said anything and I don't know. But my hope is that Zack Snyder is going to be stepping back, and Affleck's going to be a little bit more in charge than Snyder is. That's my hope for anyway. Do you think? Do you think that he will be a director and just like name only? Because if they come out and say like, "Oh, we're firing Zack Snyder of Justice League," I feel like that would just be. I wouldn't mind if he was still there and as a the named director, and he's like doing the action sequences and stuff. That'd be fine. But like, yeah, if Affleck is behind the scenes and he's helping out with this, the the writing and the script and the editing and all that, then that's only good news for me. Do you think that? Uh, do you think that that Ben Affleck and Zack Snyder are going to be on this film as co-directors, and they just have not, they have not announced that they're kind of like, like I said, at this point, if they announce that Snyder has been removed from the project or his role as cr- the creative juggernaut behind Justice League, I feel like that'd be bad news for like shareholders for because I feel like once you get to that point. You, you're saying you don't have confidence in this person going forward. Oh, yeah. I think if they just came out and said that Zack Snyder is no longer with the project, that would just cause more harm than anything. It's better just to keep his name on there and have someone else do it without really saying it why. Do you think that, do you think, could you see that happening more as a co-director like Affleck and Snyder do more co-directing like the Russo brothers co-directed uh, Civil War and Winter Soldier and we know how successful those films are and the Wachowskis, they co-directed The Matrix. We don't talk about them. <laughs> first Matrix is good. The first one. <laughs> well, they're now they're the Wachowski sisters. There's more than yeah. one Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> the Wachowski sisters now. They're not the Oh, Matrix. yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, Go for them. I I hope that's going to be the case. Tom? Yep. I... Do you just not care? I care. I think... I don't have a problem with Zack Snyder. I really don't. Like, I think everyone's looking for someone to blame and, you know, someone to point the finger at, and he's just the fall guy. It's kind of how I feel. Damn that, that, that grassy gnome. Yeah. <laughs> but, it wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> but, I mean, I think that Ben Affleck is going to help turn all of this around. I, I really do. For some reason, I feel that this is going to be a, a turning point. And if Snyder does like decide to a step down or the studio decides to just get rid of him, I am still comfortable as long as Affleck's there to pick up the pieces and like, just give it the kick in the butt it needs to move along, you know. I feel like there's a lot, the, a lot of the the cast enjoy working with Snyder. I I yeah. feel like I feel like he does get an un, unfair. He gets unfairly criticized for a lot of the decisions. That like, are, who other than the critics really complains about Zack Snyder? Like, you don't hear any. Like, oh, I hated working with that guy. Like, oh, right. what a what a dick bag on set. Like, you don't hear any of that. Like. 
all the actors and people that work with him are like, oh, what a great dude. Like, awesome vision. Like, he does things all, he does great. He listens to people. He, He's a great collaborator. Exactly. Like, you always hear all this great stuff about him, and then you get on the internet or whatever, and it's the critics that are like, oh, what a piece of crap, you know? I owe a dollar to the swear jar. <laughs> I owe, like, 30 this episode already. <laughs> I don't know. Like, for me, I don't think getting rid of Snyder at this point would be a good idea. But who they need to fire is the fucking editor. Get rid of David Brenner. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, you worked on Man of Steel and a few other projects, uh, the first Independence Day. But you're an editor. Your job is to know the pace, the story. I understand 30 minutes of your movie was cut out. But as an editor, your job is to look at the film as a whole. Okay, here's what's working. There was still a lot of fluff in there. Like when my, it was like a bunch of sections just jammed up. Yeah, talk about you taking so your mom. Like I took you my mom last week because like we'd been talking about going for a little bit, and so we finally go and she sees it. And for a lot of the movies, she's texting. I was like, "What the hell?" So I was like, "What did you think?" Like after I said, "What did you think?" She's like, "I don't know why they killed Superman. Like <laughs> why? Why? What? What was that about?" I said. Uh, you know who? You know who says that he's really dead? Is and she goes in the what? Why would Superman do that to Superman's mom? Like why would she put? Why would uh? Why would Superman put uh, his mom through that? And Lois? And she said Lois was a little bit too much for her in the movie. I was like, really? She's like, I don't like as much as like I. She goes, I grew up on, you know the 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 TV show from the like the the black and white TV show. And she's like, Lois was huge in that. I remember Margot Margot Kidder and the Christopher Reeve. But like for me, like there was just too much of her going on. She also said that the first hour, like it was just jump, 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 and it was hard to follow that. And I said, you know, that was the big, that was a huge complaint. So that goes back to fire the editor, get rid of him. Who they need to go after is the editor of the Nolan films, Lee Smith. He's a fantastic editor. He knows how to put these big projects together. He has confidence. Uh, he can do action sequences. He knows how to. He knows how to really edit the those smaller moments and to make and really arc and shape those scenes together and make them really pop. I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think I'm being over over exaggerating on getting rid of the editor? Because I think that's the issue. The issue for me with that film is the editing, the pace, the the how the. The film just seems like it. And me and Kyle talked about this. Me and Tom talked about this. It just seems like when my when my mom, who she watches Lifetime movies, she knows structures of films. Like she watches movies all the time, crazy amounts of movies. Like she goes and sees all the Harry Potter movies. She goes whenever they do the the crazy marathons, like eight or nine movies at a time. That's she does that. She's a huge fan of movies. When she says the movie jumped around too much. What are, you, what are you guys thinking? Get rid of the editor? I mean, I think we're all in agreement that the editing was probably one of the weakest parts of the entire film, so something needs to change in that department for sure. Um, Like, yeah, like, the there was a whole half hour cut from the beginning and stuff, but as an editor, you're the one that's supposed to make the story like, watchable. And it just feels like the editor was like, oh man, this is, this part's so cool. And like, did the best he could to 
A lot of dream, dream sequences in that movie. A lot of dream sequences in that movie, for sure. And it's just like, you. it feels like it was edited in segments. And, like, if that if that was, like, a, a TV, like, see, it feels like it was, like, edited like a TV series, almost. Like, here's... Here's like 25 really good, compelling minutes of something. And then when it transitions, it's Here's like, a filler episode. Yeah, exactly. Like, here's a... Like The Walking Dead? It's like our transitions in this podcast. It's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> but, but, but really, like, it... You got these, like, really good chunks of film with, like Kyle just said, with a bunch of BS in the middle, with a bunch of fluff in the middle of it, like... I just don't see what that person was seeing, you know? Like, At the end of the day, there's no way he went home and was like, that flow's so good. No. You know? Absolutely not. Like, And then there's like, there's just weird, like... I mean, to be fair, we were basing all these opinions off of the theatrical version, which was supposedly, like, roughly put together last minute. Because Warner Brother wanted the shorter version. Yeah. So, maybe our opinions would change when we see the full version of it, but... I'm just going to be cautiously optimistic. <laughs> That's such a perfect like phrase for that. I'm cautiously, cautiously optimistic. I'm cautiously optimistic as well because, I mean, the Watchmen, the ultimate cut of the Watchmen is my favorite version of that. And knowing, knowing, knowing that that is out there in, in the world, like the unedited, like the, the real How version of Watchmen. How much longer is that? Than the PBS? No, 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 Watchmen. How much longer is that? Do you know? Uh, Thirty minutes. Is it, I haven't seen that. Oh my god, I haven't it's seen awesome. the ultimate version. It's so good. It's definitely the way to go. But it, it, but it's not just like thirty minutes of like more footage of the film. It's like thirty more minutes. They do like the Tales of the Black Freighter, so that's like 10, 15 minutes okay. roughly. Yeah, okay. but they they add on to certain scenes earlier on in the movie, which mm-hmm. fills in some gaps, which is kind of the exact same problem Batman vs Superman's having. Early on in the movie, it feels like there's something missing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like I said, like they, I, and he, I think he, David Brenner is. I'm not trying to like say like this guy needs to lose his job or anything. I mean, I guess I'm saying that, but when you're the editor of these films, and you are a huge studio, like Warner Brothers is, you need to be you need to be going over these films and showing them to people who their job all they do is they watch movies okay this this scene's working peter jackson talked about this in lord of the rings he's like you know what i need what what i think would be awesome i don't know if this would work he's like i need i really wish that there was a hypnotist who could hypnotize me so i could see what a version of this film would be like with unseen eyes like because i already know how the movie's gonna go so like i already like obviously i filmed the movie i know what's coming next but it'd be good for me as to be hypnotized to see, okay, this scene right here needs to be worked. I hope the filmmaker works on this. I hope this 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 story uh, sequence here. We've already gotten this, and we already get this uh, get the scene in a later on in the movie. So we need to cut this out here. We need to f- pick f- fix the flow of the story. and need to cut this little action sequence and make it a little tighter. That's so intense. I never thought of that. Like, like that'd be so cool to be hypnotized to see something again for like the first time. Mm-hmm. And he talks wow. about it. he he talks about it a lot. Like I remember like listening to the commentary track. He talks about it in the editing process of like the Lord of the Rings. He's just like I just he's like I've always been interested in doing that. Just be, but he's like the only thing I'd be worried about, and I think the studio would be worried about as well, is that they couldn't get me unhypnotized. <laughs> and it's like, but. It, 
and that, that's what they need to be doing. I'm not saying they need to hypnotize, you know, Zack Snyder, but they need to they need to bring someone in who, like Chris Nolan, bring Chris Nolan. In. Chris Nolan has a king eye for these films. Like, okay, so this was working here, that's not working here. I have a little issue with this part story beat. Let's let's tighten this up here or there. Just having someone in, you know. Here's another example. Brian, when Brian Singer was writing the script for Days of Future Past. He, he went to uh, New Zealand and talked with James Cameron about time travel. He was like, I'm trying to do this time travel thing in your movies, you know, Terminator movies. The t- there's time travel and it works really well. How, do, how am I going to be able to do this? And they talked about that at length. See, other filmmakers want to make these films the best. And I feel like if Snyder and company reached out to a filmmaker like a James Cameron or Chris Nolan or a Michael Mann, Okay, what's working here? Just give me an honest opinion of this movie. What do we need to fix? You know, that's what we do, you know, when when I'm doing, like, YouTube videos or I'm writing articles. Hey, read this. Be honest with me. What sucks? What doesn't suck? The whole article! Yeah, like, <laughs> but that's... I'm looking for that constructive criticism. Constructive, cur- yeah. Constructive where, criticism. Where, where that... Because I want to get better as a writer or a YouTube, like, person or a podcaster... And having like good feedback, okay, this works, this doesn't work. That's what they need to do. And bringing Affleck into the mold like this, I feel like he he knows how to tell stories. You know, Goodwill Hunting, you know, Argo. My favorite movie of his so far that he directed is The Town. That movie is for me a masterpiece. The action sequences, the story, it's compelling. There's so much going on. It's layered. The way that the movie ends, like I'm just, it's, I remember I used to watch that movie every day for like two years. I'd fall asleep to that shit. But they need to do something. They need to switch things up. And I feel like bringing Affleck into the mold here really is gonna be key to them going forward. And having Jeff Johns write, it seems like Jeff Johns and Ben Affleck are kind of are gonna be kind of. Uh, the people in charge because it sounds like Jeff Johns is not only writing uh, the Batman movie, the solo Batman movie, but apparently he helped write a few of the scenes in uh, the Suicide Squad. Can we just make him like the ambassador of DC movies? Like, please. I, I there's a few people on. I posted that on Twitter. We're gonna people. change his title to Kevin Feige of DC. Yeah, like, and really. I've I've been a proponent of that for a long time. But a few people is like, he just he writes comics. He does TV. That doesn't translate well to film. Well, I he knows that. Differ. Yeah. I he knows these characters inside and out. Everything that he's ever touched has always worked. Whether yep. it's TV, yep. whether it's uh, comic books, whether I mean, he worked with Richard Donner way back then, way back in the day. You know, like that he's br- been brought up in film. Yeah, like he was in film before he was doing comics. Yeah, so, I think that move really needs to happen. I know we've talked about it before, and we're like kicking a dead horse with it, but he just needs to be the. Kevin Feige of DC. Movies. He needs to like, be the he needs to be the Jeff Johns of Marvel. <laughs> oh my god, mind blown! <laughs> I just like that. There needs to be that guy that can say, "Okay, here's where we're going with it." Here's, you know, I'm not saying like do exactly what Kevin Feige does because it sounds like he's very involved in the day to day stuff. 
like okay here's what uh here's a here's where we're going and we're gonna we're gonna go this way and it's worked for them but at the same time there has been casualties along the way like I'd agree right with Ant-Man, Favreau dropped out of Iron Man 3, you know, Josh Whedon wants nothing to do with the Marvel Cinematic Universe anymore, like, you can read between the lines that Josh Whedon was not happy with Age of Ultron, like, like, I feel like that's pretty well documented, but Mm -hmm. what I, what, what I like about what Warner Brothers is doing, and maybe they aren't so much, you know, anymore, is they're pretty filmmaker, they're letting the filmmakers kind of decide, but the that being said, they need to have an overall, okay, here's where this movie is. Here's what the value of what you're going to get out of Suicide Squad. And this can lead into the next, you know, Batman movie. This could lead into a Teen Titans movie. Like, they just need to have a guy who, like Kevin Feige, who is the brain trust, the one in charge of this going forward and if ben affleck is really pushing for that i feel like at this point they're gonna give him whatever he wants just let that just let affleck do what he wants to do i feel i mean what do you think of what do you like what do you think of jeff johns kyle yes no maybe so it's worth a shot yeah are you not sold on it yet i mean i haven't seen it in action so i can't really comment on it can i i guess not uh, do you think that they, at this point, this venture, do you think that there needs to be a guy at the top? If it helps to build a little bit more continuity between everything that's going on, then I think that would only benefit it. Okay, let's say a Suicide Squad works, Wonder Woman works, and they're having the same issues with Justice League. Do you think that there needs to be that person? That's kind of overlooking everything, or... Well, I mean, if those two movies succeed and then we get the Justice League and it's another failure, then I feel like it's only going to enforce people's current opinions on a certain someone. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's interesting going forward what's going to happen. There's so many rumors going out right now, and there's been no news, so all these rumors... Like, I'm not a rumor monger. Like, I've never been like, this is factual. Like, I heard this from this person. They're always right. No, I'm not like that. Like, I kind of, I kind of, like, take everything with a grain of salt. But there has not been any news contrary to to really go against those rumors. There has been nothing. There's been no press release. There's been nothing. There's been no cast photos. Everything is like locked down. Like it's like the opposite of Suicide Squad. Except they're... for Jason Momoa's Instagram. Yeah, he's been posting. Like... <laughs> uh, and I saw Ray Fisher and Ezra Miller's Instagram. They were doing something for another charity. Wait, they were doing this wait, charity. Stop. Why were you on Instagram? It was their Twitter. They had their Instagram. I'm not in. I'm, I'm not <laughs> on Instagram. We, you know, what we think around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know about the Instagram rule around here. <laughs> I mean, I just, like, we're now... Uh, real talk. What's the point of Instagram when you can just post pictures on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> real talk now. <laughs> There's no point. So everyone's everyone's in favor of Ben Affleck being the exec producer. I do believe so. It's unanimous for once here. We're not arguing. It's true. And, uh, another qu- before Before we end this talk, do you think that with... BVS being so divisive, do you think that they, that Warner Brothers is slowly taking the reins, 
taking the creative uh, creative uh, calls away from Snyder? Do you think that they're just like they're really like they got him on a leash? Like yeah, I think they really might. I mean, look at the money they pumped into that film. Granted, they made all their money back plus some. I mean, they're still laughing all the way to the bank with that movie. I, regardless what critics say and what fans think, they still made a ton of money off that movie. But I don't think they enjoyed the publicity that they get that they got and are still getting from it. So maybe they are kind of like shortening up the leash and tightening the reins, like you said. But I still really don't see why that's necessary. Because... As far as I'm concerned, at the end of the day, that was still a that was still a way better than average film, and like I just said, they made their money on it. They 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 got they made a profit. They they're not gonna go bankrupt for making that film, and he knows what he's doing. He's got an amazing track record of films behind him to support his decisions and like thinking processes so i think that they are a lot more cautious with what they're gonna let him do but i don't think they should be i mean like i said we were hearing reports that they're rewriting the script the script you know daily like that is like does that mean that the script the the script that terio wrote way back when that was just really not that good or they like or they trying to really reshuffle the the tone the the formula of this film going forward i hope that if that rumor is true i hope that it's being rewritten daily because it's being rewritten in a more collaborative process as opposed to one person writing it you know what i mean i hope it's more of like a like a round table writer session where there's like three or four people bouncing ideas. So like a writer's room, like on the TV. Yeah. Shows. Yeah. Yeah. Like that kind of, like, I hope it's more of like that style where they're bouncing ideas off of each other. And like, well, what if this hat, you know, like not, I can't really name anything to happen, but I hope it's more of a process like that. What if bat, what if Batman beats some people up and Superman smile? What? But what if, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> we can't have a smile in this movie. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. But yeah, I I think a collaborative writing of the film may be better than just one dude sitting back Calling going, shots. this is how it's going to go, you know? T- Kyle? I don't have anything to add to that. That was well said. I did it! Tom did it! I did it! <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what's, gonna, what's going on with the... Like, it's so hush hush right now. They're in London. It'd be different if they were filming like in Chicago, the Chicago streets, like they did with like the Dark Knight or Man of Steel. But like everything's so like touch and go right now. It seems like like we don't know what's going on. And I, as much as they need to be leading with Justice League, like I understand like Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman are coming out, but Justice League is like all the heroes are going to be together for, for the first time. This is like DC's equivalent of. And in the first phase and moving on to part two, you know? Right. And they, and them not, they, like, no publicity is bad publicity. I've always been a true believer of that. And them just putting out, like, a cast photo 
of everyone. Like they did. Remember when Suicide Squad started filming? They had that yeah. photo yeah. of all the Suicide Squad together. Like, why couldn't they have done that for Justice League? That would be cool. I would like to see that. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing everyone in costume. That would have been amazing. They could have done like a teaser of like just each individual like symbol on their chest, like the Ooh, flash that been good. symbol. Yeah, that would that that would instantly be trending on Twitter and Facebook like now. Any, and you're not giving anything any picture, away. Like any kind of like on set picture would be trending instantly. It it would stop the internet for at least the day. No, no Donald Trump talk. Aw. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> no presidential talk would be nice for sure. <laughs> Can you please just release a picture? But we can't ask people that because we get blocked when we do that. <laughs> He's not working on Justice League, so we don't have to worry. <laughs> let's ask him again. Yeah, let's just ask him anyway. Can you release us a picture of... <laughs> Did I block you guys already? God damn it! <laughs> we gotta figure out what we're talking about next. What about a Mr. Defoe? Oh, Willem Defoe. Willem Defoe. The, another rumor going on around is that he's gonna be playing an, an Atlantean. Like, obviously, like his role is a good guy, but uh, he's playing an Atlantean. They didn't say like who he was. Who's another play? good Atlantean? I don't follow Aquaman, so I have no, I idea. Have no idea. I don't know either. <laughs> Aquaman talks to fish. I never found that that interesting. <laughs> Jason Momoa's gonna kick your ass. Yeah, I mean, Jason Momoa looks cool as hell. I told you, like, I love Aquaman if he was standing in the room, but <laughs> I don't know. Dude, Jack. I saw him at the Motor City Comic Con two years ago. He's a big dude. Yeah, he's huge. He's only getting bigger. Like he, like he is probably like six foot four. He's pretty swole. Like he is not some he, like he's intimidating. Like I would like just seeing him like walk back and forth like between booths and stuff. Like he's Aquaman. Like there's no quite he he could throw down a trident and kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Summon the might of the sea to kill you. So yeah, Wom Dafoe is gonna play in a, a allegedly a Atlantean. Who knows. I was hoping he'd play more. I'd pl- play something differently. I want, you know, like a character that we're more familiar with. But for now, it'd be kind of a surprise. He'd be a good Brainiac. Yes, that's not a good guy though. We're gonna turn Brainiac into a good guy for this movie. <laughs> surprise! <laughs> His ships instead of like being like an angry skull face, it's just like a happy emoji. <laughs> like pixels? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Abandoned ship, we're going down. <laughs> Aquaman can't save this ship. <laughs> he doesn't want to either. <laughs> Just call the dolphins, please. Get the sharks involved. Activating sonar. <laughs> yeah, like, who knows what's going on with this? We've talked about Willem Dafoe, the, the rewrites, Ben Affleck, Steppenwolf. So I get. I guess the last topic we need to cover is like the future of the DCEU, or did we already kind of like talk about that? We've been skimming on it, but we can go because Wonder into Woman just it. Wonder Woman just ended uh, her filming. Yep, that just wrapped the. Uh, they they had that rap picture up on Twitter, and everyone was smiling. And everyone was happy, and either means she they looked, had a lot of fun, or thank God this is over. Right, right. 
but <laughs> like I, fuck this shit. She looks stunning like always. Oh my god! And like Kyle just said, everybody everybody looked genuinely happy in that photo. It wasn't like smile for this picture. Like everyone looked happy, you know. I'm I'm personally pumped for Wonder Woman. She was uh, a huge. I didn't think I was gonna give a shit until I seen BVS and seen the way that she carried herself as Wonder Woman and Diana Prince. Like the way she was as Diana Prince was like just sexy and seductive, but smart. And I still understand. There's like that one scene where she's, where she's at the, the Lex's party. I'm like, why are you here? Right? Yeah. Why did you get the invite? That was one question I had. We think we spoke about it on a previous uh, SOB, but uh, it's okay. What does what Diana Prince like, supposed what to do? She do to... She, she's an antiquity dealer. So why is she at like, I understand. And then like the next scene, she's like, she's with Bruce at the thing. And they're talking about that sword. I'm like, what is this scene about? <laughs> We're alluding to her dark, mysterious past. I'm like, what does this have to do with this? She's story? been around a long time. That's why she's got antiques. It's I'm really old. But like, I don't know. Like, I don't. I'm still like trying to wrap my head around. It, it almost feels like they're like, well, we need to introduce her early on so people don't get surprised when she shows up at the end of the fight. So let's just do this. But like those scenes that she, those early scenes that she was in, as good as she was, it didn't serve as the overall story of the film. No, know. and she wasn't from Gotham or Metropolis. So like, what was she even doing there? Like, I know that she was trying even... to do. She was trying to get the photo back, but no, oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, she was. He's got something in mind. Yeah. So did she crash the party? Or was she invited? That's uh, that's what I was. My question is like. Why would if you have a photo of like this warrior princess, like sorry Zena reference, but she's a warrior princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Zena. <laughs> <laughs> Just Google John Zena if you have a chance. John Zena, <laughs> not Zena, Zena. Um, Same difference. Yeah. But what was I going? What was I saying? Why that? is she at the party? Yeah, yeah. If she okay, if, if Luther knows that she is like a meta human, yeah, yep. he, already, he already knows that. He had the footage in his laptop. Why you, or whatever. Why are you letting this meta human into your? <laughs> That's the last person I'm asking to come to my house. That's true. I'm not. If if you're a hero, a meta human, or Superman, I'm not. I'm like. <laughs> Get the hell out of my house. from me. I'm trying to... Especially Lex Luthor. Like, he hates them so much. And he's like, yeah, it's cool. Just let her in. It's cool. It's a party. I'm I'm trying to destroy the world. So I'm going to invite her to my party. See what happens. Like, it would have been... It would have made more sense if if he would have... If Luther would have been like, I'm inviting these people because I'm trying to get, like, I'm trying to, like... Trying to read them, like... Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, their weaknesses. Yeah. But he wasn't even, like, trying to drop a dime on them. He was just like... And neither was security. They just let him walk around like the basement with all the like important stuff. And, like, Here you go, Mister Wayne. Go ahead and walk into the. Like, uh, for the bathroom. The bathroom's upstairs. Oh, okay. Those are I'll my be, shoes. Yep. I'll hell? be there in a minute. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna stick around right here, anyways. Cool. Like, but like, if if I'm Lex Luthor, I would have security cameras everywhere. If he's like taking like, and just goes back to the storytelling of the weird editing of this film, like. He has, Luther has, like, he can get footage of, like, anyone. Like, obviously he has footage of The Flash. 
He has footage of Wonder Woman. He has footage of Aquaman. How does he not have footage of his own home? Of Bruce just like <laughs> roaming around. We had to make compromises. <laughs> like he's a multi-billionaire. He's like, you know what? My this party, I'm not gonna like. Pfft. Superman's here. Batman's here. I have to flip a painting upside down. Do you know how much money that costs? <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm busy. Boom. What is, what does he say when he's like in in zoo and Zeus had to sh- like throw a lightning? He's like Zoe or what? I was like, <laughs> stop giving weird paradoxical speeches, Lex. <laughs> I gotta go stutter some more. But like, but like uh, that was my issue with there was not enough context with what exactly. My mom's like, I didn't know that was Wonder Woman. I was like, how did you not know that was Wonder? Woman? She's like, they didn't say who she was. <laughs> They never said who she was ever in the entire movie. I was like, damn it. You're right. Damn it, mom. They didn't, didn't they? <laughs> they're like, they, at no no point, they're, at the very end, they're like, Miss Prince. I was like, oh, but like throughout the entire movie, I was she's like, who's this random girl? Because she doesn't follow it like we do. Like, she's, she's just like, she just shows up to movies. Like, she... Right. She's not like one of... She's not like the uber nerd. Like, she go, like I said, she sees... Harry Potter, Star Wars, you know, The Hobbit, like her her big franchise back in the day was Pirates of the Caribbean. And but she would never even follow that. So she's like, I didn't know who that was. I was like, How did you not know? She's like, they didn't say who she was till the very end. I was like, oh, I guess you're right. You're not wrong. Damn it. I hate being destroyed <laughs> by my mother on things that I care about so much. It's like when your mom's dissing BVS, you just gotta go with it. <laughs> but she wasn't really dissing BVS. She was just like then that she, I think she's like that movie could have been better. I was like, "What did you think of Ben Affleck? He was better than I thought I, he was gonna be." Because she hates Ben Affleck. Really? She does not wow. like Ben Affleck at all. I was like, "Really?" She like just don't like him. There's something about him. He's like smug or something. Hmm. I was like, "Okay, mom. Thanks, thanks for." She's like the only person that dislikes Ben Affleck and doesn't refer back to Daredevil. She she just has never liked Ben Affleck. I think the, I think she, when Ben Affleck was like huge, like back in the day, was the whole J Lo thing. Cause she, my mom reads like tabloids. Like she's that kind of person. Like she like yeah, picks no, them no, up. No, I gotcha. Yeah. So everything was about Benifer yep. for like three years. Yeah. So she's like, I'm over this. That's <laughs> my mom. So. What were we talking about? We got off topic again. We're talking about Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Taco kisses. Taco kisses. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. So much impromptu podcast gone wrong. <laughs> Times four. <laughs> I think that's going to wrap it up. I don't think there's any to much more news left to speak of. This is just, uh, like I said, we're the next episode. We have Greg Weisman coming out next week. So Tom's going to work on the editing of this and probably have this up by the, by the weekend. So you'll get, I would this. imagine. So, um, Even so though none of that makes sense to anyone that's listening right now. We're telling you what's going to happen before <laughs> you're listening, but m- maybe somebody from the future. Oh, they, Superman kind of goes back and, the Flash does run that fast. Uh, the Flash do. So before <laughs> <Flash> do. <laughs> before we call it a, call it a night on episode sixty two, make sure that you are going to our Instagram. 
are. Wait a minute. <laughs> don't don't even waste your time looking for us on Instagram. Oh, we Bob are not Saget. There. <laughs> Bob Saget. But I Kyle, bet Bob Saget has an Instagram. Bob though. Kyle's Kyle really has an Instagram where it's Bob Saget's. <laughs> yeah, I just I just keep posting pictures of Bob Saget. <laughs> I would look at that. <laughs> I wouldn't even be mad. <laughs> Not even mad. But make sure you check us out at www.shanleyandonbatman.com. Also check out the sister website, www.podcastempirenetwork.com. You can find Shanley and on Batman there as well, along with Lords of Film, Takeout Comics, Mouse and Joystick, soon to be my new podcast, Hey, Entertain Me. You sound like a porn star when you say that, though. What do you think the show's about? Yeah, dude. What do you? <laughs> so is what are it you like, new? Is it is it hey with like is it H E X X X Y Y? That would be he. That would no. You could just you could dude. You can make X's into anything. That's true. <laughs> have you have you never seen the par- the Batman parody porn? I've never thought to search that. <laughs> I know what I'm doing when you guys leave. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Quick. Yeah, but, Can you guys go? <laughs> but yeah, b- back to what we're saying. Definitely check us out. We still need some more iTunes reviews. Yes. Like, people have been knocking those out for us. We just need a few more and we're good. Yeah, go to iTunes. Leave us a review. Um, I will be rating. doing more YouTube videos. I'm going to try to do at least once a week. Just to keep the fires of Shailene on Batman roaring. Yep, subscribe on YouTube, Shailene on Batman, just like everywhere else. We've been getting a lot, I've been getting a lot of feedback on the YouTube video, especially the last one, because I made that Twitter, and everyone, I, that Twitter comment, man, everyone hated me for like 10 minutes out of the day. I was like, what did I do? I said that. Now everyone knows how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> That I was like, you know, all the I think I, th- I think you, you got were you guys around when I made that. Yeah, oh yeah, I was. My phone kept going buzz buzz like every fifteen seconds. So people were like, fuck you, man. I was <laughs> like, damn. I was trying to I was trying to turn a positive like, light into the situation. I was like, shit. I'm glad I wasn't on Twitter right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn it. It's like, this is why I never talk about things. Did I get straightened out, or does everyone still hate you for that? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure people are like, that guy compared Batman v Superman to Batman and Robin. Not true. You did what? Not <laughs> true. That is not what happened. <laughs> so I po- before we leave, I'll, I'll say this. Like I said, you know, of all the, th- like after Batman and Robin took, after Batman and Robin happened, like, look at all the good things that happened with, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy, and maybe that'll be the same thing with Batman v Superman. You know, after, you know, having kind of a, I wouldn't say a misfire, but kind of not the positive reaction they were looking for. Maybe maybe this will lead into great things like that. And everyone's like, fuck you! Kill him! I was like, damn! I guess I can't try to be positive for things anymore. Nope. So. No, stop being positive. You're just we don't like your positivity here. You're just a dick when you're positive. <laughs> Quit it. This is the DC camp. We're all about dark and serious stuff over here. You can't be positive. We're not doing reshoots for funny. <laughs> <laughs> so that's episode 62 of Shannon on Batman. Make sure that you are going to the DC Extended Multiverse. On Facebook. It's not the, but make sure you're checking out DC Extended Multiverse on Facebook. Yeah. We haven't done a commercial for them in a minute, but make sure that you're checking them out for the latest, greatest uh, DC Extended Multiverse news. They're always posting stuff. Like today, they posted the stuff about uh, Booster Gold maybe and become a movie. That's pretty exciting. Hmm. Uh, Hey, it's not dark and serious enough. 
talked about the Kevin Smith Flash episode, which was amazing. Such a good episode. And Supergirl is now jumping on to the C-Dub. C-W instead of... CBS. CBS, right. Welcome. So Fine make that. sure that you do that. You go check them out. Hit hit like on their Facebook page. Make sure you're hitting like on our Facebook page as well. Uh, and that's going to be it for episode 62 of Shailen on Batman. I am Justin Shanlin. Kyle Davis. Tom Harper. I am the night. I am the night.